Welcome back to The Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding. Brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Bozo, he owns Smash Skateboards. And they say he invented skateboarding. (laughs) Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. I'm D Jones. As always, I've got my main man, the ghost, with me. And we got Ants One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Ghost, before we get into it, we are freshly back from Los Angeles celebrating the release of our main man's second pro shoe. Took us down to LA, enjoying some warm weather, playing some baseball, probably one of the low lights of my sports career. I'm sure you're going to have a <laughs> hell of a time telling that story. But just wrap up our little trip to LA for the people, real quick, man. Yeah, massive shout out to Vans, massive shout out to Rowan for fucking having us down there and having us in the baseball game. And not only that, taking us shopping the day of the game, getting us fully kitted out. We had the most fake Ds in the building looking like real pros. We had the, the little eye mask things, fucking pants, baseball socks, belts, fucking gloves, got us Dodgers hats, like the whole nine gloves. Yeah. That was that was a surreal event, surreal moment. Just like, cause it was such a quick trip that sometimes you like pinch yourself. Like, wait, what? I'm in I'm in LA right now playing like baseball on like a well, that was a college campus, right? Like, fans rented a proper proper baseball field. Is that what it's called? A field? Yep. And uh, uh, maybe a diamond. Yeah. Anyways, that shit was unbelievably fun. And it really made me want to, like, find a men's league back home to play. So if any of our homies are listening, Dono, you're on board too, right? Mm-hmm. Next uh, next spring, we got to get some sort of skater baseball team going. So any homies, holler. Let's fucking do it. Uh, but, yeah, great time. Fuck, we visited Baker Boys. Shout out Lenosi, Shane. Had a really fun time there. Um, what else did we do? Richie Valdez, our main man. Just just a blast of a trip. Quick in and out, shake it all about. You already know. <laughs> we got to come back soon, man. That was way too fun. Yeah, hell of a time down there in LA. Shout out to all the homies we were kicking it with. But the show must go on, man. Technically, somehow, some way, that's referred to as a business trip. I don't know, man. I, I really don't know how that makes sense. But yeah, we were working. Ghost, tell them what we did while we were down there. Tell them who's on the pod this week. And uh, just break down this week's episode, man. I mean, you already know what it is. Of course, we had to get the sit-down video app with Rowan Zarilla. So if you're listening to this, go check out our YouTube. We got the full interview. Homie pulled up on us at the hotel. Yeah, fucking celebrating his new shoe. 
He's got a Spitfire wheel too. He's got the whole nine. He's got a t-shirt. Uh, it was just a Vans affair down there. And it was a blast. Rowan's a fucking real one. We met him at the Bunt Jam. And then went straight down to New York right after that for the Beatrice shoe thing. So we were kicking it with Rowan for like what a week or two straight there. And he was like, you know what? I don't usually do interviews, but fuck it. I'm down for a Bunt interview. So man of his word, we pulled up on him, uh, had a fucking blast. The interview was fun as hell. So that's the interview portion. Then we taking y'all straight to the post office. Yo, some peeps are coming at me these days, Donald. And uh, I ain't holding back no more. You get me? You come at the ghost, you might get fucking... You get the roast, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get the roast, bud. And, uh, yo, basketball's around the corner. It's Wednesday when you're hearing this. The season started last night. Yeah, NBA. it's NBA talk this week. And, of course, the Steelers won, so shout out to them. But, yeah, we're uh, previewing the season a little bit. And it's just, a, it's just a blessed episode, man. One thing we forgot to do in the rundown, we're going to do it right now real quick, off the top of your head, Milwaukee Bucks over the Los Angeles Clippers in the NBA Finals. Dame gets his ring, and Russell Westbrook and Gofa come up just short. Oh, that's your finals prediction? That's it. Bucks and Clippers? That'd be epic. That's insane, but I like it. I'm going with the Boston Celtics, unfortunately. I just think they're too deep, and... Man, if you don't have the depth, like we saw Phoenix last year flame out. They're too top-heavy. That's kind of how I feel about the Bucks as of right now. We'll see if they get some pieces. So I'm going Celtics because their depth is insane. And I got Denver coming out of the West again. And Denver beats Ooh. the Celtics in the finals. There you have it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Subscribe to us on YouTube at The Bunt Live. Hit us up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Bunt. Christmas is coming around the corner, and you know we're doing something for our Patreons. And then head over to TheBuntLive.com. Every episode logged for your listening pleasure. Ghost, it is time. Shout out of the week. Even though we've been on the road for the week, you're never off duty, man. Tell the people what they missed. Yes, sir, bruv. It's Shadow of the Week, brought to you by The Den. You know what I'm saying? By skaters, for skaters, and the undying love of skate videos. It's an app available for free on iPhone, iPad, Android, and even Apple TV. So go post up on your couch and take in this Austin Gillette. Come on, man. That's Bunt alum. Just a certified G on the board. You know what I'm saying? Hit him with the switch tray, thrasher cover, clip. Feeling real nice cruising that hill. I see you, Austin. Hit him with the switch of crook half cab into the hill. Just just flawless trick selection as per usual. He can't stop, won't stop. It trips me out the older we get just seeing how productive some skaters just stay. Like when you when you hear his name, you expect the best. And the fact that he's still giving you the best no matter what, no matter how many years go by, he's just just a magical beautiful skater and uh big shouts to austin gillette man that part was straight flames absolute legend 
Ghosts, there's only one thing left to do. And if you live here in Toronto, get your ass down to City Pool for some ice cold Beamer beers. The coldest beer in the world. The only buzz. Hopefully one day we'll take this shit worldwide. But for now, Toronto only. T-Dot stand up. There's a new buzz in town. Nothing left to say, man. Let's get this interview popping. Rowan Zarilla in the building. We've got the man of the hour with us right now, Rowan Zarilla, for not the first, but the second pro shoe of your career, man. Thanks for coming on the show. No worries. I thought you were going to say second time on the show. I was like, uh, <laughs> y'all are tripping. <laughs> no, we got to wait a little bit for that. But Rowan, we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Favorite sports moment a few years ago, Bellinger, Grand Slam during the postseason. Wish I could say the same for this season. <laughs> that was harsh. <laughs> favorite skate moment. I'm trying to think of what I've even witnessed that's that tight. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Maybe uh, Grant Taylor rolling into this crazy bridge like hours before a flight in Chile. Damn, yeah. epic. Yeah. GT. I think that was probably going to be my answer for like craziest thing I've ever seen <laughs> too, but yeah. I might just have to bump it up in the list. Double up, man. Yep. GT, the boss, man. So Absolutely. Rowan, take us back to the beginning. Where'd you grow up and how'd you get into skating? I grew up in Vista, California, which is, uh, we're in LA now, but like an hour and a half south. It's the top of San Diego in North County. It's like inland from Carlsbad and Oceanside for anyone that doesn't know where it's at, but same kind of same vibe, just no beach. Mm. Nice. And how'd you get into skating? I had like a penny board from my dad and, you know, kind of fucked around on that from mm -hmm. there, ended up on like a Walmart board. And then I think I was probably like five or six. I got like a, a real setup from a skate shop and then it's kind of on from there. That's what's up, man. Pretty classic. Yeah. So what would you consider your first big break in the skate industry? Probably propeller, honestly. Um, right. I mean, getting like flowed Baker boards or like getting your first box with like half cabs in it is pretty like <laughs> major too. I was feeling like the man in like 11th grade walking <laughs> through the fucking halls, you know? But uh, as far as like a big break, that's kind of like changed the course of my life. It's mm -hmm. definitely propeller. Hell yeah. I went on a few Vans trips and... Uh, they just told me what it was in the middle of their filming. They had been doing it for like two or three years already. And they're like, Oh, if you film a part by the end of this, we'll like throw you in there. And I was like, Oh, work? <laughs> You're like, no problem. Man. All right. Get to work. Yeah. How old were you when that came out? That's a classic at this point. I think when it came out, I was 19 or maybe just turned 20. But when they like gave me that proposal, it was probably, I was probably like 18. Wow. And then I was fresh out of high school and just straight on to like month long trips. Perfect timing. Nice. Yeah. I filmed like most of that part, like on one or two trips on the road, just like Midwest shit. Damn. Damn. All the motivation you need, man. Getting yeah. in like the biggest video vans has ever made. Rewinding back a bit before that, your Shep Dogs four part, probably the first time I remember seeing you. Um, epic part, epic crew. Love those videos. Take us back to that era and how fun was filming that one. That was probably the the one that was not. I don't want to say the most fun because they're all fun, but I think that one was right after I graduated, kind of before the van stuff started. And you know, 
I had so much motivation because I started skating vans. I started getting Baker boards kind of like during the filming of that part. So I was just so like gassed up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know it was kind of at the same time that I started to like maybe get a little taller, grow into my own, like feel better at skating. And yeah, I don't know. That was like, I, I definitely miss those days, you know, because sure. I don't get to skate with that crew every day anymore, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned it a little bit, but how'd you get linked up with the legendary Baker Boys crew? It's definitely just from, you know, being in that like Shep Dogs crew. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's different when you grow up in Southern California, like people are around, you know, people yeah. like take note. And that the Shep Dogs videos, like in a way, were kind of like sponsor me tapes. You know, I didn't yeah, have to yeah. like send them directly to companies, but you could kind of like trust that it would get around. People would see it. But uh, Riley was already on Baker at that time, Riley Hawk. Um, I'd become friends with Figgy, Slash, was on Death Wish. Just a lot of people who were like in, you know, my area, Vista, Oceanside. Mm -hmm. It was actually after the, you remember the Bacon Destroy premiere? Did you got? I don't know if you guys would have gone to that. It was mm -hmm. in LA and there was like riots and stuff because oh, kids shit. were breaking the like windows trying to get into the premiere. Oh, I remember seeing some shit. But yeah, it was, it was that video. I went to the premiere with Riley. We uh, jammed back down to like, I think he was living in Oceanside at the time, maybe Carlsbad. And then the next morning we woke up and we're about to go skating. And he's like, oh, I forgot to tell you, like Andrew wanted to know if you want to skate Baker boards. And I was yeah. like, Duh. <laughs> yeah. forgot to tell yeah, you. I'm like, I just want a little thing. I was thing. on foundation boards at the time. I was like, yeah, for sure. Are you kidding me? Like, and by the way, how'd you forget to ask yeah. that? Like, that'd be the first thing. <laughs> That if someone told me that to my little homie, I'd be yeah. like, yo, yeah. yo, yo, like, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I had a friend's trick in Riley's part. So I saw it on the big screen, walk out, there's riots, kind of just already <laughs> tripping. And the next day, like, find out that news, crazy was kind of tripping. Fucking dream come true right there. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Speaking of dreams coming true, um, Baker always does a dope pro party and, it's crazy. I, I think I looked it up. You went pro maybe seven years ago. Yeah, got, 2016. You got my, a bit of a baby face, so you forget that you're a veteran in the game <laughs> and pro I for seven years. This morning, so. <laughs> what, was, uh, what was your going pro experience like? I think I caught on early that that was going to happen. And it was supposed to be a surprise. But the surprise was at, the, at Black on my 21st birthday with a video coming out that I had like maybe 20 tricks in and everyone else had one guest clip mm. and they're throwing a big party. I was like, mm, that's kind of suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> and then a few people at the time were kind of acting funky around me. I think at the time I was hanging out with Dustin a lot too. And he was with this girl that I hadn't really, I don't really know. And he went to like use the restroom. I forget where we were. And I think she just was trying to make small talk, feeling awkward. It was like, yeah. hey, um, you're the one that's going pro next oh, month, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like I already knew kind of, but that was like the confirmation. But no, it was it was epic. The What's actually pretty funny about that is Heath that night was like, hey, it's your 21st birthday. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, but you've been here a few times, right? And I was like, yeah. Because <laughs> it, it was at Black. You right, know? right, so, Heath's bar. Yeah, yeah. That's so dope. So the famous SF double set into Hill Bomb, may as well call it the Rowan double. Nolly flip, Nolly tray, <laughs> Nolly cab flip. Take us behind the scenes on your biggest battle there. I mean, it's in chronological order. Each one I, <laughs> I thought was a battle until the next one happened. Yeah. You know? 
I don't know. I the first the first one was obviously the nollie flip, but that's just like kind of my favorite trick on like small crack on the sidewalk, like out of a mellow quarter pipe, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of always been one of my favorite spots in SF, like both on footage and to skate. And when I skate, I mean just like ollie it into the yeah. hill. <laughs> so I kind of always wanted to like do something there. But yeah, the nollie flip actually like the nollie flip was a little bit of a battle just because it's scary and like when you jump off or when you bail you're like tumbling and you're on yeah. the hill but um that one was definitely the easiest also them being in chronological order i've been older each time you know, <laughs> with a couple <laughs> takes years, a little more a couple years gaps in between each one but yeah the nollie cab flip was i couldn't walk for a minute after that one Fuck. did you claim it or did you just go there and feel it because that's a well, wild one so that was at the end of baker four and eat each time, like I did the nollie flip and I was stoked for like a, a week. And then yeah. I was like, mm, maybe like nollie tray could go down, you know? Yeah. And then the same thing have to, happened after that. I was like h- hyped, like, damn, I got a banger. And then kind of the next one comes into mind because those are all tricks that kind of work the same off, like mm-hmm. as I was saying, a crack or like out of a quarter pipe. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I got to complete the saga, <laughs> you know? So you're done there now? Yeah, I don't think, like, I don't know what else could be done to, you know, it, like maybe a different trick that's yeah, completely yeah. unrelated. Yeah. But, uh, you're not really topping Nolly Cab Flip. No. Yeah, I don't know what's next. Like, that's not stinking, like, Nolly Double Cab <laughs> Flip. Like, no one's, that's stupid. I kind of lost my train of thought. What was just the, the biggest prompt? battle? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that one, Baker Four was about to come out. I, I had something that was, like, going to be my last trick. It was, like, the switch nose slide. Mm hmm. Um, but I knew I wanted to try that at least. And I was like, this might, this is going to take more than one time. <laughs> so I think the Supreme SF store was opening and I was going to go up like five days early mm. and just like try it one day, maybe rest for a day, try it another day. And then Andrew had a trick. He randomly wanted to try an SF like two weeks before that. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll just go with you and I'll just try it that day. And then I tried it that day for like a few hours and it started getting dark. And then, I don't know, by the grace of God, it just kind of worked out. You got it in the first day. Yeah. Damn. Damn. But, I, but I had like a fl- I had like a trip planned Yeah. of like five days to like try and get this trick. Because I was like, there's no fun. It's going to take a while. You this, thought? Is, this one, I thought I was convinced I was going to have to move to SF to land that <laughs> trick. But it, I got lucky. That's fucking Bro, sick. You'd have to pay me just to ollie that thing. Oh, it's I would pay fun, you to only that thing. I think you would. That'd be sick. I would do it for like two hundred bucks. That's not that bad. You want to split yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Send them up there. Flights included. Just yeah. to see the bales. <laughs> I mean, we're and only just to see me trying. We're like six on. hours away right now. We could just hop in the whip. We head up there and be back for the uh, baseball I, game. I might have to up that to a thousand. Two hundred's pretty cheap, man. <clears throat> I think it's no joke. You're sticking to the like bed sheets for a while if you go down on that. Yeah, dude. Fuck. So we heard you had a pretty wild Mexico trip recently. Uh, tell us a little about the uh, surfing going down. Yeah, we uh, we went down. Is my buddy Fletch, who I've like filmed a lot of, like my last Baker part, uh, my last Vans part, and then the one that's about to drop in a few days. Um, it was his thirtieth, so we went down there for a few days to surf and stuff. One of the mornings, like the surf was pretty bad, and there's like these rocks next to it, and I 
you know, I don't know how much you guys know about surfing, but in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to be like Nathan Fletcher. He's this dude that does like crazy cliff jumps. And like, <laughs> he's the guy that jumped out of a helicopter into a wave, just Jesus. epic, like epic, legendary surfer. But um, anyways, I like climb up these rocks. I throw my board up and then I, f I like slip and fall down. And then when I'm climbing up again, maybe we could get this clip and just overlay it. Yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> we need to see this. Because it's, it's my friend Delone, he filmed it. But uh, I'm climbing up these rocks. And then a wave's coming and I jump to like, it's like maybe up to my neck yeah. and I like jump kind of the same way you would get out of a bowl. Mm -hmm. And then the wave crashes and like picks me up and I'm oh. like two feet above what I'm trying to get yeah. onto. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then I like land and like cut up all the side of my oh. feet. Damn. It, I mean, I definitely got lucky. Yeah. It would have been a lot worse. Fuck. But that's what, what happened. That's what went down in the water <laughs> in Mexico. So uh, what went down out of the water? Outside the bar. Out of the water, <laughs> outside of the bar. Um, a lot of Tecate lights. We were just having a good time. The bar we were at is this place called uh, Ricky's Place. Mm -hmm. And we went in and it was completely empty and like dark. And it's just this one dude, Ricky, who runs it. <laughs> He's a weird character. But inside it's just like one pole to the ceiling, like a stripper pole to the ceiling and a bunch of like dollar bills. And we're the only ones in there. And he gives you a staple gun. You got to try and climb the stripper pole, write your name on a dollar and staple it oh, to the roof. And we just got kind of turned there. And I've, this is probably going to come out and someone's like, yo, don't go there. Like that dude kills people or something. It was a weird place. <laughs> the, the backstory on Ricky's not what you think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, outside, we were just like kind of on a hype. Our friend Stu, he, he's not drinking. So he, he was driving us back. But we were just like kind of recapping next to the car. And then like 12 pulls up. Oh. And we're like, uh-oh. And they just start talking about how we can't park there. And then Jesse walks up. He's got a beer in his hand. And he's like, oh, no, we're leaving. We're leaving. And he's like, oh, cool beer. Like, put it down. Get up against the car. Oh. Diego has a beer, too. Then they get handcuffed together. I'm never, <laughs> I've never seen Jesse. You, you guys both know Jesse. Yeah. I've never seen him this serious in my life. <laughs> and Diego is, like, la like, trying not to laugh because he's, like, looking at uh, Jesse. Jesse? And then uh, we had to just, we got extorted for like 300 US or something. Ah, that's not the yeah, worst. It's not too bad. I think I had like 70 bucks. I think my friend Stu had like, I mean, 230 or so. I don't, I don't know, whatever. I don't know the exact Stu amount. Stu got to pay the ticket. And the, and the driver. driver. Yeah. <laughs> Stu. Oh, but, uh, we got extorted. They opened one of the homies' wallets and there's like nothing in it. And he was like, ay, cabron. <laughs> It's like, you guys are broke. Um, <laughs> that was sick. I'm glad. It would. It was almost free Jesse. Yeah. Dude, that would have been funny, man. Not funny for him, but like. I would have been. It could have it been funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a baseball guy. Tell us a little bit about your, it's a men's league team. The Creamers you guys got. Yeah. You got the homies on there. Tell us about the Creamers, man. <clears throat> yeah, the Creamers. Uh, we just choked in the. Our World Series, that's no. what we call it. Yeah. You're in the finals? Yeah. You wow. backed up yeah. your Dodgers, eh? Oh, they didn't make the finals. Yeah. True, true, Not true. at all. Yeah. Yeah, we did the same thing they did. Fuck. Oh, it was over before Killed it, it started. all year. Yeah. And then just right at the end, just can't pull it together. Well, that's all right. That is it's like a bunch year. of like guys from like 28 to like 50 who are just like drinking beer and having fun. So. It's half the battle, man. <laughs> Who's on the team that people might know? A bunch of skaters or... Yeah, I could do like a a little roll list of skaters. Boosh, Jesse Alba, my friend Alone. I'm trying to think 
in the skate world, Travis Harrison. But yeah, it's my first year in a in an actual league, and it's been mad fun. Before that, all the guys in the real league call like what got me back into baseball, the Tony Hawk League, <laughs> because uh, it's just a bunch of skaters that like during COVID just kind of got together and would like do pickup games. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse joined this real league on this team called the Slugs before. And they asked me to join, but I was kind of like, oh, I travel too much. Like, I'm going to miss games. And they're like, oh, no worries. And then the next year, they're starting a new team called the Creamers. They're like, just join, dude. If you miss half the games, like, no worries. Just pull up when you can. And it's been mad fun, man, the whole team. Uh, So we out here in L.A. celebrating your new shoe. Tell us what we can expect when we cop this beauty, man. Not this beauty, not the cleat. They all come with uh, metal rivets. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful. Might good for nollie stomp your board good for nollie cab flips <laughs> yeah, one yeah. Of one right here, man. yeah you just hook it with the metal i'm really excited i can't believe i get to do this again you know like the first the first time around was like kind of one of those moments i was like i don't know if i can top this and then now yeah. doing it again is like same feeling but yeah if we want to get into what the shoe's all about yeah, man. we can Give do us that a quick too. rundown bro um you know we just tried to do this like use the same silhouette use a lot of the same like the same like logos and stuff just to like make it obvious it's like all the same shapes just kind of on like a new soul like with this impact waffle mm-hmm. which man i mean i love my first shoe don't get me wrong but like i kind of wish i did this then the first time you know yeah. my feet feel pretty good but maybe i'm just older and need that now mm-hmm. <laughs> a little more tech a little more sporty but you know that's all right can't wear the same thing forever like I, i'm through the roof hyped on how it came out shout out the whole design team shout out my homie claude who like really came through he did like all the hard work on this i was just like saying yes no yes no yes no to like every different little thing we were doing you're a sporty guy man so we need that updated tech (laughs) yeah and sportiness next one will just be actually have cleats (laughs) yeah this is my first time seeing these too today it's a royal treatment man the creamers are you guys blue and white no, no, uh, we're fuck. not. We're black and cream. <laughs> <laughs> Pinstripes. Have you ever showed up to a house party late but starving? You walk in the front door, head straight to the kitchen, make a beeline for the pizza box, only to open it and find out it's empty. And then, out of the corner of your eye, you see someone hand you a slice. And say, here you go. It's the last one. That hand right there is CHPO brand. The worldwide leader in sunglasses and watches. CHPO brand. Always doing it for the people. You did a Switch Smith. And, uh, you know, I was wondering about this. Yeah, so it's Nick Basario's favorite trick. Hater. And, uh... Just take us behind the scenes on that beautiful Switch Smith sesh in the new in the new joints. <laughs> is that is that his most illegal trick? I don't know. Was he just no, hates it? He just hated it. And then we like challenged him to do one, and the attempts he sent us were like pathetic. <laughs> yeah. No, what happened was we're like saying we want to come to Australia, and I was like, yo, I've always wanted to skate that gold rail, and he's like, oh, what are you gonna do? And I was like, I don't know, maybe Switch Smith, and he's like, mm, that trick's kind of stinking. That's all right. And then I was like, are you fucking no, you're crazy? St- we sent him like 10 Switch Smiths. Was Scott Kane one of them? Probably. <laughs> Probably. And 
the ones we sent were like Danny Garcia, Eric Costin, like some yeah, yeah, some, some legends, real, yeah. yeah. The best in the game, like. But you're a switch smither, man. So tell tell Nick what's up and how was that session? That was beast. I feel like I've done my fair share of like kind of possibly illegal tricks, but that's all right. You know, that's how you do them. <laughs> I don't know that that rail is like real close to here. It's like real close to where I live, real close to Dodger Stadium, and I've always liked it. And like anytime someone else is going to skate it, like I'll fifty it, I'll board side it. Just always thought it was sick. It, it's like kind of like a hubba because mm-hmm. it's like shotgun. I don't know. I just, I kind of got the idea and it was around the same time that I knew I had to like come up with an ad. So I like practiced for a while. I know it, it was less scary than I thought it was going to be. Cause it's, it's weird. It's real low and real long. So I thought like, if you fuck up, you're going to get real tangled. But, um, I don't know. I just switched 50 at mad times. And then I would like lock a switch Smith, go back up to the top, get spooked, switch 50 at it took longer than it needed, but maybe that's why it didn't become like a battle or like a right. dope when you, slam. When you 50 that one, do you do both rails? Is it that no, close together? No, I mean, I guess if you had like massive trucks, mm-hmm. you would, but that's why I kind of say it feels like a hubba. If you lock your wheels all the way against the rail you're aiming for, the other ones roll on right. the rail, oh, like okay, right down okay. it. Well, respect on that one, Switch Smith gang. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I thought? When I saw like you tag him, I thought maybe you guys were on a session together and you like Smith grinded it. Oh, no, oh, no, and you were no, like, no. yo, like my trick. No, no, no. It's because you, <laughs> you thought I was. You're regular, grinded. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 No, nah, he, he was just hating on Switch Smith. <laughs> yeah, but you proved him wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all you right. You proved him I mean, wrong. Maybe he saw that ad and was like, ugh. No, no, no. He came around. Oh, that's my yeah. dog, though. He knows what's up. He's, yeah. the, he's the good homie, man. <laughs> so we heard you pranked. The man himself, neck face. What's the story there? Yeah, man, this is a while ago. But uh, I'll just shout out the whole crew that was a part of it. It was me, Aiden, our homie Bag, and Brengar. It was a boys of summer trip to New York. And we had like, we were like 30 deep between like the people that flew out there and then the homies that live in New York. And I think everyone was just kind of fucking with each other the whole trip. And then one night we went to the front desk of the hotel while everyone was still out and just asked for a room key to next room and they gave it to us and we just knew the room number and we just got the uh we got the room key and then we went in there disassembled his bed and put it in the shower oh no <laughs> and then just like whatever i think he came back drunk like he doesn't drink now but at the time he was he came back drunk and just had no bed <laughs> and uh that was stage one. Oh shit and then I think he got us back. He like poured an iced coffee on Aiden's head while we were out oh. skating the next day. I think it was around Halloween. Like I had a bunch of silly string in my bag, you know, like the yeah, the spray whatever, paint stuff. like the fake spray paint, silly string. And me and Aiden saw him standing on a corner from like deep, and we're like, "Yo, you see him?" And I was like, "Yo, we got the <laughs> we got the shit on us. Like, let's get him." And we just drove like drive by, like silly stringed him so gnarly he was on foot, and we had like cruiser oh, boards, oh, and yeah. then we just dipped. And I forgot how he got us back from that one, but then I don't know. Same thing. I think we still had the room key. One night we drenched him, and then he. I think he had the last laugh because on the way home. I was going down the escalator, like in the airport, and I just hear like, oh shit, and it's my homie bag, like, he he abandoned me, he jumped past me, and then all of a sudden I'm getting Coca-Cola poured on my oh, head. Oh, God, I, those pranks are harsh, man, you get some poured on your yeah, head. Yeah, man, six hour, ain't even six hour flight. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> Just sticky. Oh, that's but, uh, 
cold. I'm sure there's some other some other instances in that little prank war that I'm forgetting about, but the disassembling the bed and putting in the shower is probably That's a the wicked best start. One. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us about the chalies on your last Vans trip with Chima? Yeah, that was that was a uh, the first stop of the Impact tour. At least I believe it was. That was in Australia. I don't know. That was mad fun. We had an insanely good crew and had all the like Vans Oz homies, mm-hmm. Digby, Matthew, Simo, Sam Sutton, bunch of homies. Like it was, it was really sick. Adelaide. I think it just started cause we were hanging out in the parking lot of the hotel, like just drinking beers, kind of like standard stuff. And just out of boredom, it's like, Oh, you ever tried this challenge? You ever tried this challenge? And it started with like, you ever played where you, you put a, a can down and then you have you're blindfolded or close your eyes you take three steps back spin around and then have to walk back and like try and crush it without <laughs> looking that was the first one that one's real fun i recommend it to anyone <laughs> you could do it with a seltzer it doesn't yeah. need to be a beer but then it just became more and more chalies that's what they were calling them one was like someone hides a vape in the team van and then you get blindfolded and have to try and find it and everyone's <laughs> saying like hot and cold uh. I don't know. There is a bunch of absurd ones, but it kind of, it came to a screeching halt when we were doing, uh, for the whole week, we were doing like blindfolded board focus. Oh shit. And a couple people did it. And then one of them was roll up. It was during like a demo roll, roll a board up a quarter pipe. And then you hear it go back over the metal and try and focus it. <laughs> and a bunch of people got close. And then our friend Eli did it hit the tail and it hit him in the eye oh. and then me and uh digby ended up taking to the hospital hospital Jesus in canberra Christ. oh was because zion, was zion there zion was I there think he showed, he us, showed that us that clip yeah yeah because yeah, he he almost broke the board Fuck. and i think someone before it did it and it like zoomed past their head so it's kind of like <laughs> that's too dangerous man. yeah it yeah screeching halt yeah, yeah. but uh done. But yeah, I think he just thought he had a black eye and then there was some lady with some sort of medical knowledge nearby that was like, oh, it looks like it's sinking in a little. You need to go to like the emergency room. It ended up being fine, but me and the homie Digby took him to the emergency room and like kicked it with him for like two hours before he got seen. But he's all right? Yeah, yeah, it it all worked out. He looks great. He said the girls girls like the uh, black eye and stuff, so it's all good. I'm down to try the... uh, Spin around one? The blind spin around. We'll try that. the can. We'll do that tonight. We'll try that tonight. That's harmless. Like, maybe you roll your ankle on the can or something, (laughs) but... Harmless. Yeah. So, we heard you got scammed in China. What's the story there? Yeah, that was another one with Chima. That was, uh, I forget what year. We were in China. It was really hot. I was like skating in just swim trunks because it was that hot. Yeah. I was trying this trick and there's kind of a lot of people crowding around. I feel like, it, I don't know. I've only been to China twice, but that seems kind of normal. People are just like mm-hmm. intrigued. Hanging. But yeah, I was trying this thing like a wally up onto this like wavy roof and then drop off. And I think I stuck it, slipped out and it hit this like little kid on a bike. He was just chilling on a bike. It hit him in the ankle and he like oh. fell over. And he kind of like shrugged it off. And then I like kept skating, landed the trick. And then the uh, the dad or the grand, I think it was like maybe the grandpa of the kid came up to our guide and was just tripping. He was like, blah, blah, blah. Like you broke his leg. You broke his oh leg. You got to pay us. You got to pay us. And we're like, dude, he's fine. He got up. He's like riding his bike. Yeah. <laughs> it's chill. It didn't broken. even like break skin. Yeah. We were kind of all ready just to bail like, um, mm-hmm. you know, Take off. whatever. 
And the guide is like, no, I can't like maybe for a respect thing. And also like, oh, there's cops nearby. Like, I don't want to get in trouble. And just like, we didn't want to like fuck our guide over. So we were like, all right, cool. What are we going to do? We got to take him to the hospital. (laughs) So we got, we have this grandpa and this kid in the van with us (laughs) (laughs) driving like an hour to this urgent care or this hospital. And we're all like trying to give him cash. And he's like, no, no, like whatever it is, like telling the guy he needs an x-ray. He needs like a cast, this and that. Jesus Christ. And we're just, yeah, we were just tripping. Like dude, we're getting, we're getting extorted. This is crazy. We get to the hospital. The kid gets out of the van pukes. Cause I think he's like got motion sickness yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and then the dad takes him in, they get x-rays and nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. And they come back and are just still like, tripping out and the guide is like losing his mind and we ended up giving him like i don't know how much american but like a shit ton of money like maybe like 500 bucks wow and then they just bailed but it was like a six hour ordeal yeah because i slipped out and hit a kid in the ankle in the van dude you should have had him doing one of the chowies looking for a vape yeah (laughs) (laughs) if you find the vape we'll pay for your cast fuck bro well What's next for Rowan Zarilla? We know we got a huge baseball game tomorrow. I'm against you two, unfortunately. I'm going to have to take y'all out. Uh, but other than this epic baseball game I can't wait for, I need cleats too, Vans. Come on. Uh, <laughs> what's next, man? This is kind of funny, but I'm like pretty big into surfing too. And it's been pretty bad this whole year, at least in Cali. And I've also just been mad busy, kind of trying not to surf to keep my like mind on skating and just being like productive. But all year I've been like 2024, like I swear it's January 3rd, like 2024, huge surf year, huge surf year. So hopefully I surf a little bit, but no, I'm down to just try and keep skating. You know, I don't know. I don't have a project lined up right now with this one coming out in a few days, but I don't know, let's try and get some momentum and see where I can pinpoint it to go. You know, that's what's up. Well, we hope uh, shutting down the bunt jam again. Is in your plans? Yeah. yeah well, where? Uh, when's that? This year? Running it back, bro. Same same time of year, Toronto. So hopefully you pull up again. That was my first one. Yeah. Fuck. I gotta. Uh, I get. On, I gotta get on the court and maybe join this year. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. sure there are a couple guys on that Vans team you could kick off, man. They're piss poor showing yeah. last year. Bro. Shoot. He invited us into his baseball game. The least we can do is get you on the court. Yeah. Bro. Let's get it. No, Let's I might it. choke though. <laughs> Under pressure. I'm a, I'm like not bad at like shooting hoops, but I've never really played basketball like that. Yeah. So I have. No, I mean, I watch it, but I have no idea, like, what's going on in the game. Yeah, like how to like screen intense, or man. like you know like yeah, yeah, any yeah. of that. Fuck. But we'll we'll see. That's like me in baseball. So I'm I'm excited to play, but I'm also I just don't want to choke it away for our. Well, team. you know what's funny about baseball is that. It's a lot of doing nothing and then like high pressure moments. When yeah, it comes, yeah, you know, it's, it's way time. easier to choke because <laughs> yeah. it's like, damn, I haven't done shit for two hours. Yeah. And now like the game winning catch is coming <laughs> at me. I could either lose the whole thing or win right now. So for know. someone who hasn't played baseball, where do you think the safest position to hide them on the field is, man? Probably like right field. That's where I'm aiming. Yeah. <laughs> you think I can't catch a fucking baseball? I actually question whether you can or not. Oh. You don't have a glove. You never played before. <laughs> I'm using your right. glove. We're on opposite teams. I'm using your glove. We no, we'll see how tomorrow goes if I let you use the glove or not, man. Well, we went and kind of fucked around yesterday. Uh, and two Australian homies who have never swung a bat ever were like, 
kind of hitting bombs. And then Max from Dime was with us. He hit a couple sick ones and was like catching them in the outfield. So I think oh, it's, you could pick it up pretty quick. There you yeah. go. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited, man. Don't you worry. Jesse, I got you, baby. Team captain. <laughs> Let's get it. Yo, yo, yo. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And this week, it's an honor to be brought to you by Crooked Skateboards. You've seen the Thrasher cover. You saw the Dickies part. His new shoe is dropping any day now. Tom Knox is doing it massive this year. And as we speak, his new Crooked Flowers deck and tea are arriving at your local skate shop. Along with a new Cromer capsule featuring a deck, hoodie, and hat, the pure evil beamer to get your joyride on, the Manderson shape you freaks can't get enough of, and boards for the rest of the squad. All on brand new Gon's art. Get Crooked's Fall 2 Drop at Familia in Minneapolis, Labor in New York City, Ceremony in San Luis, Obispo, or any other shop that carries only the finest skateboard products. Get it straight. Ride Crooked. Hehe. <laughs> All right, rapid fire. Y'all already know what time it is. Rowan, what you got up your sleeve? Favorite skater? Ali Bulala. Favorite video? Baker has a death wish summer tour. Favorite video part? Ali Bulala, Baker bootleg. Sick. Hell yeah. That's when he goes from like huge jeans and like massive shoes to like full punker, but still massive <laughs> shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite style? Uh, cater. Sick. Sick. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Taylor Smith, T Swift. He was way better than me at a young age. Still is, but I like the way I kick flip is because I was just like watching him always. The way I like I learned how to skate transition by following him in a bowl. Definitely Taylor Smith. Hell yeah! Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Grant Taylor. Oof! Can't go wrong. Hardest yeah. trick for you. Hard flip. Damn. You got you got them switched, but regs is a problem, eh? Well, fakey hard flip. Because I can, if someone does a hard flip on me in a game of skate, I can like muster it, but I don't think I could ever fakey hard flip. But hard flip's the hardest trick. True, true, true. Most illegal trick? The board slide on a rail and then pulling over. Oh, oh true. Or like the, the like wally on the rail going like perpendicular. Where you're bored, like to like smash this. it and jump over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm done with those. Favorite trick? Uh, nollie. Straight nollie. Yeah. That's sick. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Maybe the nollie cab flip. That was like kind of the most rewarding. And like you just get to bomb the hill after. Yeah. It was like racing the clock. It's like sunset. That's I don't know. sick. On any of those three tricks, did you ever land it like good and then like? Fuck up the hill bomb. Bump the hill bomb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I don't think so. Luckily. First T bombs. Hell yeah. yeah. Worst trend you've been a part of? I was thinking of a few earlier, but uh, I think skating with rails. On the board? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I, I probably had like three boards with yeah. it. But yeah. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Can I go back to that Grant Taylor one? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're going to have to play that. That's. <laughs> I walked up to the top of where he was dropping in from and he's like, you think this is doable? And I was like shaking. Like, <laughs> there's like a huge drop to traffic and then a huge drop to like a river. Oh. And I was like, yeah, you got that. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, sure. man, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. And just trying anything before a flight is like, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. 
what's the one trick that got away nolly inward heel but in two different places Damn. i've been trying i've been trying to land those all all around the world and they never <laughs> i've only like gotten one on film that i'm hyped on but i've been i tried and stuck this one on a bump to bar in new zealand like an hour outside of auckland Damn. doubt i'll ever be back to that bump to bar wow. and then shit maybe i could still get this one i don't know if they still have enough room to prop the bump to can at muni but uh, I think I tried that in 2020, like maybe two different occasions. And then again in 2022 at like two different occasions. Damn. I think I've only tried it like a total of maybe like 50 times, you know, because it's like you try it when it's about to get dark because yeah. it's like you got to wait till five. Right. And then anytime the can gets like propped up, it's like the whole squad skating it, which yeah. is tight. You know, like I love that, but it, it kind of yeah less tries. it gives you a, a few less tries mm -hmm. but you floated it over and shit like it's yeah it's I, mean, I i like put put it down one foot but i've never stuck it but it, i know it's there and just like having a two-year gap between trying it yeah, is yeah, like yeah. kind of you forget like all how to do it that's another one maybe i gotta move to philly to land that but we'll see. i don't know how long muni 2024 yeah. baby it's coming shoot big <clears throat> surf year big muni year yeah <laughs> But yeah, uh, shout out Muni. Shout out all those guys. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed? Like dead up? You guys, if you don't drop a bunt on the field tomorrow. <laughs> oh, one of y'all. Like, That's one, a plan. One of y'all got to drop a bunt for sure. I got I to gotta look at like a YouTube video on how to do it. You just hold it like this. And go. Yeah. And then just take off. Take yeah, because then the catcher or the third baseman or the pitcher got to scramble to get it. And if you got yeah. wheels, you're just there. You're yeah. at first. Fuck. I don't know if I don't have wheels anymore, but getting old over here. But get thrown out on the bunt. <laughs> nah, you got it, man. All right, tomorrow. Or I mean, maybe I'll I'll try one for you guys. Oh, this doesn't be come epic. out before the game, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Don't be giving the other team our game plan. You are though. the other team. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? Uh, I just relearned heel flips. <laughs> nice. Water. Because yeah. I was doing like purposefully bad ones with like your feet real close together and they like barely come off the ground. Yeah. I was doing that for like three years straight and then it came time to like try a real one and I was like, I don't got oh, this. Oh shit, those are gone. <laughs> <laughs> but now like, I feel like heel flip's a good cup sole trick. So now I'm, mm -hmm. I think they're they're a little bit back. I tried one the other day on a spot and I didn't land it, but it's there. Okay. It's good to balance it out. Can't be all kickflip gang. Yeah, yeah. Dream job after skating. A lion umpire. Love it. Favorite local brand? Two risers. But now nah, they're blowing up, so it's barely even local anymore. <laughs> Favorite local skater. Shoot, man. I I wanna get this one right because this <laughs> is a this is a good question. Um Kevin Sheely. Sick. Let's go. Glad you hell yeah. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? There was when I before I had any other sponsors, there was like this guy that came through Carlsbad Skate Park and he like gave a bunch of people some gear and was like claiming he's starting a team and it was called Truth Soul Armor. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't I was like, oh word, t shirts and stickers for sure. Yeah. And then like I ended up looking back at it a, like a while later and I was like, I think this was like some weird like culty like Christian brand. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. But I don't, I mean, I didn't like ride for them, ride for them. Yeah. You just accepted the product. I accepted some product. <laughs> yeah. 
favorite teammate ever? Maybe Chima, man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Triple OG legend. Yeah. Worst teammate ever. Cater, dude. <laughs> no hesitation. Ex teammate. <laughs> no, that's my dog. Worst company. Uh, Truth Soul Armor. <laughs> nah, fuck. I feel like that's a cop out. Worst trend. Not monster, cause monster's sick. But uh, like being super, super like punker, like a monster patch on like a metal, like a black metal T-shirt. <laughs> just kind of contradicts. I don't know. I'm like, just own it. Just wear a monster tee. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Everyone knows. Last person you want on the sesh. Fuck, I could probably just do two. <laughs> Tim O'Connor with the microphone. <laughs> oh, shit. The OG. Pretty over that. Yeah, OG. <laughs> and then uh, you guys remember who Kyle Frederick is? Yeah. He's yeah. in for mystery for a minute. Yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got a story about that. Oh, shit. So my homie is actually the last person he wants on a session. Oh, oh we skated black box one time and it was, he was the only one in there. Is that at the time? Like, I think he's either living there or like working there or something. He was there a bunch. We were homies, but I went in there with two of my friends. It was raining. It was my homie's birthday mm -hmm. and we're just skating. My homies don't skate that good. One of them tried to like Manny across the box, like the Manny pad box, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think he probably just tail scraped all the way across it. And Kyle Frederick was trying to like kickflip primo slide it and like selfie film it on a GoPro. And I guess my homie like cut him off. And mind you, I was like skating the eight stair rail. I was trying to learn kickflip from 50 on yeah. the rail. And he came up to me. He's like, is that your homie? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I came with those guys. And he's like, that's your fucking homie. Oh, God. And I was like, yeah, what, like what's good? And he's like. He just got in my way. Tell him to go fuck himself and never come back here. Jesus oh, Christ. He's like, yeah, word. I'm definitely not going to yeah. say that, but like I'll leave. <laughs> wow. And I think I went back up. I like kickflip 50 the rail, which is the only time I've ever done that. And then left. And my homies were like, what happened? What happened? And I was like, ah, oh, nothing. Like what we're out of here. Damn, he's cooking. But it's all good. So if my homie's the last person you want in the sesh, then you're the last person I want in the sesh. No okay. doubt. <laughs> well deserved, man. All right, Rowan. That's going to wrap up our interview, man. Killed right. it. Glad to be out here in L.A. celebrating with you. And let's get it done on the baseball field tomorrow, yeah, man. man. Let's take these fucking leave guys it, down. Leave it to the diamond. Yeah. yeah fuck y'all. <laughs> Thanks, G. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> got mail you know what time it is welcome back to the post office it's me the ghost and your emails ghost who we got up first coming in hot we got jacob hirsch yo bunt gang hope y'all doing good only have been listening to the podcast since last season so i don't know if anybody already asked this but i wanted to know what y'all think about gifted hater and his takes on skateboarding keep up the good work greetings from vienna Unfortunately, I'm going to plead some sort of ignorance to Gifted Hater. I don't really watch all of his stuff or pay much attention to a lot of his YouTube. I've seen a couple things that have, you know, made me laugh. That whole thing on Tyshawn Switch Ollie. 
Um, someone pointed out to me, he said something about Andy Anderson's girlfriend at the barracks that made me chuckle. And then uh, his skating, he's obviously a six skater, Ryan for sci-fi now. Nothing but respect on his skate game, but I don't know too much about his YouTube, man. I got to do my homework. Yeah, we actually met him this summer. Uh, the sci-fi crew was up in Toronto. And uh, unfortunately, well, not fortunately, they were skating every day, getting getting clips and shit. But we were hoping to get a little interview done, and we're still hoping to. So stay tuned. Hopefully at some point in season 18, we'll have the man on, the man himself. You know what I'm saying? Get some laughs in here. Yeah, maybe the people can help us with some questions you might have for Gifted Hater. Some things you want to get to the bottom of, you know. This could be uh, the bunt and the people interview Gifted Hater, man. Yeah, let's figure it out. All right, next up, we've got an email from Richmond ABD. If someone ollies over a rail frontside in the streets, then someone else comes along and ollies the same rail backside, would you say that's an MBD or it's still a fucking ollie? It's a good question. I never thought about that. I mean, it's just an ollie. I guess it's different technically, but it's still just an ollie. Yeah, I think uh, I agree. It's just an ollie. It's not like a 180 or something. Yeah, that's ABD, man. Why? Did you snake someone or did someone snake you? This might be a personal question. (laughs) Asking for a friend. Yeah. All right, next up, we got an email from Christian Vondering. Big fan of the show. You guys make me want to visit Canada. Hell yeah. My question is, do y'all mess with the B-roll only having to do with drugs and alcohol? When I was younger, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Now shit is annoying. If I see smoke blown in a camera, someone rolling up, or shotgunning a beer, I'm shutting off the video, no questions. Don't get me wrong. I spark up with the homies and do my fair share, but that shit is overplayed. Let me know what y'all think. Feel we need a B-roll revolution. I think shutting off the video, no question, is a little bit of a overreaction. But I do agree it's it's played out. I mean, the piss drunks in the OG Baker videos definitely laid the hammer down on all that B-roll, but a revolution wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but sometimes, you know, it can, I don't want to say be done tastefully, but like it could just happen where it's not taking away from the part, like just subtle. But there's definitely videos where it's like over the top and that shit's definitely annoying. It's like, all right, man, like everyone's well, not everyone, but so many people smoke and drink. Like it's not something special that you need to like flex. Mm -hmm. So I'm with you. But like Donald said, maybe turning the video off is a little over the top. But um, yeah, unless it's but then what, what if it's like some like austin gillette part or something and he's just sipping a little vino or something <laughs> yo there's where do you take the b-roll though other than like yeah. a nice like scenic picture or maybe like the worst one worse this is the one i think that could be worse than weed cigs and beer it's a goddamn subway train man <laughs> ain't nobody trying to see you hop on or off the subway like that one's got a jet. What do you think's the worst one? Um, the one that drives me the craziest is when a brand like selects someone 
as the like the hype guy, and then oh, and then they've just got clips interjected into like everyone's parts and throughout the whole video, and they're like dancing or like just saying dumb shit. Like that shit can really annoy the hell out of me. Or it's like yo, like, and then and then you meet them and they're like super chill. It's just like a persona thing. The cheerleader of the team. That shit can be real annoying in an edit. All right. Next up, we've got an email from Nate Feldhouse. What's up, Bunners? Good to have you back. So recently, the girlfriend has been expressing more interest in skating, watching vids with me and learning how to push better and stuff, which I think this is sick and could be really fun. But also, I'm aware of weirdness that skate couples can have. Coming from someone that isn't me, is this a dub or is it good to have skate slash life balance? Peace. It could be a dub if that's what you're looking for. It all depends like what you want out of the relationship. Do you want to have that closeness in that skate relationship? Or do you kind of want to have skateboarding be that like little oasis from real life? Yeah, 100%. Like that's definitely I think it's a dub in the sense that she just now will understand your world a little more, be interested. Like you won't feel like you're boring the shit out of her if you tell her about some skate shit that happened in the day or something. But <laughs> a lot of us, a lot of skaters, whether you know, guy, girl, whatever, um, like I'm sure girls feel the same way if they if they treat skating as like their getaway and then their boyfriend or their partner doesn't skate you know it could be the same feeling of encroachment if if the partner does start to skate all of a sudden you're like oh wait i can't just go to the skate park by myself anymore but i doubt it's like that it's not I'm, i don't know it, it's a dub i'd say for the most part as long as it doesn't like affect your uh, those times when you just want to zen out and skate by yourself or just fuck off with the homies for a little bit Good luck, Nate. Now you can play games of skate with stuff on the line. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't mean sexual. Come on, Donald. Get your head out of the gutter. I meant like doing I'm the dishes. Talking relationships here, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. You meant doing the dishes. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got an email from TJ Stable. Yo, Bunt Boys, interesting that nobody touched this subject yet, or maybe I did not pay attention. Nolly Smith, backside, illegal trick or not? During a World Cup contest semifinals in Switzerland last month, Nyjah made a Nolly heel backside Smith grind scoring a 93.04 for the trick. Nyjah is not to blame as he is a ripper and just playing the game. But what are your thoughts on Nolly Smith? If it is made backside, is it still illegal with a nolly heel into it? Does that make it does that make it legal? How would you score this trick on a scale of zero to a hundred? And if you judge this trick legal, would a regular nolly frontside Smith be legal if you made nolly heel into it instead of just a regular nolly? Uh, thanks for the great show and keeping an eye out for skateboarding. Uh, that's an easy one. That's illegal across the board. Nolly heel backsmith is just a disgusting trick. Now that said, <clears throat> when people do like buck shit in those contests and they're trying to win money and shit, and they know that they can score a certain score, 
I just don't even care. Like, do what you got to do. Get your paper, Nija. I think he won that one, right? So it all worked out. I'm not going to tell him not to do it because I think it's illegal. But I think that trick's ugly as hell. Like, it's just, just a nollie heel back lip looks way sicker, but that's, like, way too easy for Nija probably on that rail. And the judges have seen him do that for years, so he's just mixing it up trying to get a higher score. But nollie front smith, nollie back smith, illegal as fuck. Nollie heel in, nollie flip in, doesn't matter. It's disgusting, in my opinion. Yo, Nolly shove Smith. Oh, that would be just <laughs> atrocious. That would be crazy. Front 180 out. Yeah. Safe has said it all, man. I'm just going to stay out of this one. Not just my boy. All right, next up, we've got a voice note from Corey Hirsch. Let's take a listen. What up, Bunt? Um, so, Pet Peeves, uh, do you have any? Maybe some unsolicited advice or something? One of mine is, is when you first pull up somewhere, maybe to the park and you're getting warmed up and you're doing your standard tricks and maybe you miss something like a kickflip or something and some dude rolls by and goes, oh, you got that shit. It's like, yeah, man, I know. Thank you. Thank you, though, for the, the hype. Um, yeah. Got any pet peeves? Anyways, love the pod. Keep it rolling. Peace. Unsolicited advice. We get advice all the time on the pod. Y'all should add this to the rapid fire. This is one of my favorites. <laughs> I don't know. You got anything, Ghost? What, pet peeves like within skateboarding? Pet peeves. Uh, I guess it could be anything, really. Mm. Onions on a cheeseburger, man. That's the one. Like, don't need that. <laughs> oh, one that's annoying is when you're trying to... When you're warming up or you're just like in a good session and you're... You're trying to keep it moving and you got the homie that wants to talk to you in between every trick. And I feel like usually that homie's not really even trying to skate. He's more of a social skater. You know, the, the social Ooh. homie who comes to the park Damn. just to like drink beer and, and like talk shit and like they're not really skating. You know what I mean? That that's annoying when you're trying to fucking warm up and then I was like, Yeah, so um did you see that show last night? And you're like, uh, you don't want to be rude, but you're like, yo, like, I'm going to just skate away from you right now. <laughs> you know the one. Um, this is another outside of skating, but in the fantasy sports realm, when a trade is offered to you and you don't reply or cancel, you just let it sit there. Ultimate pet peeve. I know I sent some absolutely terrible ones out there but at least just click cancel for me <laughs> so i know you saw it i i feel you but because i'm also like a trade addict and i all have like the max amount of trades allowed pending like almost every week on those days when there's no games and the boredom kicks in so i i feel like i'm more annoying than the person not answering they're just they're just like fuck off already every week with some new bullshit with like one player yeah. changed. Well, Natalie, who we play in um, two fantasy football leagues with, I think I've sent her like seven trades across the two leagues, three phone calls, and fourteen text messages. <laughs> Still haven't heard back. Oh Hope she's all right. Um, yeah, she's. I don't think she's ever answered a single trade request or even canceled them. There's no. I, there's some people I've just given up with. Yeah. Hope that answers your question, Corey. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, we got one more email this week uh, coming in from Luke Watson. <clears throat> Yo, what up, Bunt Gang? I just got one question. Why does every photo Seifa takes, he looks like he just shit himself, but he's pretending nothing happened? Post up correctly, you get me. <laughs> I'd have never, like, I've probably taken more photos with Seifa than anybody. I'd like to believe i hold that record anyways and i've never noticed it probably just because i'm looking at myself but i think you're good dog yeah i think uh this kook uh, by the name of luke uh he probably has some some poop fetish oh and uh i don't i don't know why why my name's coming out of his mouth Sounds like the type of guy who probably just finished jerking off 17 times in the same day. Still got some built-up frustration. And uh, he, he just decided to come at the ghost, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say. Luke, bro. Um, how are you going to come into the post office with that comment and not send a picture of yourself? You're shook. Eh? I dare you to step back to the post office so we can roast your dusty grill keyboards covered in jizz type of man's man fuck out of here do you think it's <laughs> do you think it's easier for the listeners to come at you as opposed to me like that could have been addressed to anybody i don't even think it's related to you he just wanted to chirp one of us so do you think it's easier for the buttholes and bunt lights bunt wipes to come at the ghost i'd say so just because i i clown myself more for the people's entertainment i'm just I'm an easier target. You you just hold the show down very responsibly for the most part, you know, hosting, bringing us in and out of segments, and then I just say a lot of dumb shit. And I like I like chirping emailers, so I feel like this guy just wanted to get chirped. Mm. Well, he got what he yeah, wanted, man. You did. You gave with it a name to him. like Luke Watson. He probably does fucking Nolly Backsmiths oh. as his hammer on the sesh. You know what I'm saying? He's the dude who pulls up to the skate park with a 12-pack, fucking trying to talk your ear off in between tricks. And he's like, I guess I should do something. Nolly front Smith. Nolly backs packs it in. Poor Luke, Goes man. Goes for another nut. No partner. <laughs> no partner. Oh, Jesus. Oh, but yo, but thanks for listening, Luke. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> clearly, clearly have love for Luke. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Oh, ending on a high note. Get your emails and voice notes into the button live at gmail.com. Even if it's a request to get chirped by the ghost, keep it coming. <laughs> This is the Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. This past weekend was your last chance to do your fantasy basketball drafts before the season kicks off. You know, me and the ghost snuck ours in last minute, Sunday afternoon, welcoming Tim Fulton to our home league. It's an honor and a privilege to be playing with you, Tim. Um, one big question and little discussion we had before we came on air. When is it right to draft the likes of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George 
Me and Safe have always said from the beginning of our fantasy careers, the first three picks have to be locked and loaded. No question marks. Guys we trust. And these are two guys we definitely don't trust, but both came away with one of them in our in our big league, man. It's crazy. Yeah, they both fell to round four. I think that's the latest I've ever seen them go in, uh, in their careers since they became stars. Uh, Dono got Kawhi with the 42nd pick. And I was like, damn. I had no intention of drafting Paul George, and he was still there at 46. I'm like, fuck it, man. When healthy, both of those guys put up first-round numbers. But you know how you said first three rounds locked and loaded? And I, in round three, I went for the upside of Miles Turner, who has devastated me so many times in the past, getting injured at the wrong time. But last year, I picked, yeah, he last was year unreal. Was beast, but I picked, I picked him over Bam Adebayo, who is the definition of solid. You know what you're getting. Yeah. But he just doesn't block enough shots. And, Bam sometimes doesn't have like a big man's game. Like he doesn't have the blocks yeah. and like massive rebound numbers that you kind of want from your from your anchor center. Yeah, let's uh, let's expose. Well, I don't know if the people are aware of the legend Tim, but uh, real TM Thunder TM. <clears throat> let's see his team real quick. Lamelo Ball. First, first pick, sus. Always hurt. Fucking erratic shooter. Carl Anthony Towns, he's a Timberwolves fan at number two. Don't hate it. Don't love it. They need to trade him or Rudy. Fred Van Vliet at number three. Ex-Raptor, we love you, Fred. He called his team LeBronto. He got LeBron James at number four. Then some James Harden. Then some Jordan Poole who could explode. Then Robert Williams, I don't get it, at seven. He's playing behind Aiton. Chris Middleton at eight. That's nice if he has a bounce back campaign. Draymond, Westbrook. I mean, Westbrook. Your boy, Yusuf Nurkic. Donald's team name is the Bosnian Beast. And Malcolm Brogdon and Nas Reed. Not bad, Tim, but um, you're going to get smoked. So welcome to the league. And as Adrian said, thanks for your 150 bucks, man. Yo, who's Adrian to say thanks for anything? I know that fool's never won he's, shit. He's been paying into this league for whatever it is, 10, 12 years, and ain't never seen a dime. the The return on investment for Adrian is, it's just. I mean, I guess that's the only place he can throw a little chirp out there when he's like, the season's fresh. Someone who absolutely has no idea who's won anything in this league. Yeah. This guy's out is trying to act like he's hard. <laughs> Thanks for the gash, yeah. I mean, we know it ain't going to you, so. Absolutely no worries there. James Harden, man. You spoke about him on Tim's team. Absolute wild card. Still hasn't shown up to the Sixers. Like, what do you expect from James Harden and the Sixers this year? How does this marriage continue on or end? What What's happening here? I feel like he's trying to get to the Clippers, but I also feel like the league, like... It's just been ridiculous since he left Houston and the way he left Houston. It's just been one disaster after the other. His weight fluctuating the whole time. His play fluctuating the whole time. And his playoff exits being as atrocious as always. Last year was fucking insane when they were up 3-2 on the Celtics. The man them disappeared. Well, he had those two insane games. Where in the one game and Bede was out and he dropped like 45 in game one or whatever. But 
that game seven performance was a typical Harden disappearing act. Mm-hmm. Just insane that he has that reputation and keeps doing it. Like I've never seen anything like it. But I feel like he's delusional. Like he doesn't realize that the rest of the league knows he's a year older every year and a year slower. You know what I mean? Like, and he's still walking around like, yeah, like I'm gonna leave here and go get a bag there. It's like, bro, I don't think the big bag and the uh, two or three year deal you're looking for exists anymore. Absolutely not, man. What would be the ideal landing spot for James Harden? Where could he be useful? And if he did come around and realize who he is and his weight and speed, what team could use this year's 2023-24 James Harden? Well, honestly, I feel like if he just locked in and stayed with Philly, that's probably the best spot for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were a game away from going to the conference finals. So, uh, but other than them, honestly, I'm just... I'm not a fan of his game, and like, if there's a team that I like, I don't, I wouldn't even want to see him go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know. I, I say just fucking figure it out in Philly, or, or go to Miami, and maybe they can whip you into shape, and you can like, yeah, right, actually down there in Miami, in shape. He's gonna be in the club. Actually, yeah, he'll, he'll be at the strip he'll club. He'll be at, he'll be at fucking eleven all day and all that night. That is the worst landing spot for him. <laughs> Two guys I want to talk about real quick. Two guys I wish I got. I mean, I cut down on my fantasy teams by a massive amount this year. I only have one basketball team. So this was the my only chance to get either of these guys. But I definitely wanted a Wembenyana stock. He went high in the second round. So that was absolutely not happening. And then Chet Holmgreen, man. I wanted a piece of him. Two guys who will probably fight for the Rookie of the Year honors this year. What are your thoughts on those two? Well, Wemby, I just can't wait to watch in a game. Uh, I don't watch a lot of like international ball or preseason. So I haven't watched him play a real game yet. Just seen like the odd highlight here and there and he looks just insane. So I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see the block shots, man. When the guys who block threes, like remember Zion, he blocked that this three when he was at Duke and it was just like the guys in the corner and thinking he had all day. And Zion just like stretches out like max athleticism. Wemby's mm-hmm. doing that same shit, but he's just reaching. He's, he doesn't even have to like jump too crazy. So I can't wait to see the block shots and the dunks from places where most humans can't dunk from. You know, like a little spin move in the lane and yeah. he's just cramming it as opposed to like a floater from anyone else. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for him. Chet. Same thing. I, n- I never really watched him. I've seen some shit, but he's got the awkward body, awkward angles, awkward everything, but just gets buckets. And he's skinny, and people think they can bully him, but we'll see what happens, man. He's going to block a lot of shots, too. I'm, I'm excited for both. And I was going to grab Chet in whatever round, and my homie took him one pick before me. God damn it. I'm all in on OKC this year, man. Shea Gilgis, Jalen Williams, Chet, Dort. Let's fucking go, boys. Very excited. Canada. Very, very, very excited to watch the Thunder leading Shea Gilgis Alexander into the Olympics, which will be a massive tournament for Canada. Okay. Like we said, season kicks off Tuesday night. We're recording Monday morning. Let's hand out our potential NBA awards. 
Kicking it off with rookie of the year. Where are you going? Woo, this is a hot year. We got the, the Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons thing where they missed their rookie season. And so there's still technically a rookie with Chet. We got Wemby. We got Scoot. I haven't watched any of them play basketball. So wild guess here. I'm going with. I'm going. Let's go with Scoot, man. Oh, what the fuck? That's my guy. I drafted him. I was going Scoot, man. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Scoot just has a massive opportunity down there. They, I don't think they're going to yeah. be holding them back. Freak athlete, from what I read on his sticky on Yahoo. I have no idea about him. <laughs> um, I will go with... I'll go with Chet then. Chet, rookie of the year. like it. I like it. Um, next up, I guess we'll start with... Let's go six man. Holy shit, bro. That's some shit we would have needed to prepare for in advance. I don't even know who the six mans are out here this year. Let's take a guess, man. I'll go with Chris Paul. Hopefully he's coming off the bench out there in Golden State. Obviously a weird award for him to uh, win, but it's going to be there for the taking. All right. Not mad at it. Let's go with the... Russell Westbrook on the Clippers, assuming he's not starting. All right, next up, MVP. You go first. MVP? Fuck. Um, look at the draft. It's the only way I can remember best guys are. <clears throat> okay, MVP of the year. This year, you know what? I'm not really a fan of him or the team, but I think the Celtics might have Fuck, the best man. record in the league. And I think Jason Tatum is about to average 30 plus and uh, put the league on notice once again. Tatum and the Celtics. Bullshit, because I don't know why I let you go first sometimes, but I literally would have never guessed that you would take Tatum. After all, countless emails the last few weeks, shitting on the Celtics, the cockroaches, I'm like, oh, let him go. And then I got Tatum locked in. So I had Tatum, obviously. I think pairing him with Drew is just a, it's an awesome look for him. Um, but now that he's gone, I'll go with Canada, baby. SGA, freshest man off yeah. the court. Built to be the freshest man on the court. Hopefully the team will be competitive, so there will be no holding him back whatsoever like there have been in years past. It's all systems go. Green light, baby. SGA. Let's get it. The funny thing is, is if I wasn't going to say Tatum, I was going to say SGA, and then you would have had him, but swapped it out. I just I think SGA has a real shot. If, they, if they're like a fourth seed or higher, it's got to go to him, man. Mm-hmm. Bringing that team from irrelevance to, to playoffs. Let's go. Let's do one more. Coach of the year. What do you got? All right. I'm going to go with rookie coach Adrian Griffin of the Milwaukee Bucks. I think uh, I think they're going to have an awesome regular season. It's going to be fun to watch Damon, Giannis, and Middleton, Brooke Lopez do their thing down there. And, uh, yeah, let's get the rookie coach involved. 
I'm going to go Nick Nurse. Taking his talents down to Philadelphia. Locked and loaded with his superstar, Joel Embiid. I think he's going to push him as hard as he can while he's healthy. And they're going to have a hell of a regular season. So Nick Nurse. Tyrese Maxey. Let's go, baby. Most improved. Any last words leading in to the NBA season kicking off this week? Um, I need a new fantasy name because I kept that name until I won. But let's fucking go. Shea Gilgis, Mikel Bridges, Paul George, Jalen Williams, Daniel Gafford, oh God, Clay Thompson, do Miles this. Turner, Jalen Duran, Bradley Beal, Kevin Herter, Norman Powell, Trey Murphy, and Derek Lively. Let's fucking do it. You get me? There you have it. His fantasy team. Those were his last words. And go Steelers, in. baby. We out here. Steeler Nation. Fuck the Rams. That's how we do it. You know what I'm saying? We getting TDs these days, man. All right. I'll attempt to keep him under control until next week. And we'll see you then. Be good.